Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Welcome everyone to Children of Erte. We're so excited to be here. Today is the 50th chapter of Children of Erte. We're so excited. Yay, we made it. 50. We survived. <laughs> we survived. The silver oh, anniversary. Morning. I think. <laughs> gold. Gold <laughs> anniversary. Oh, that's um, and we it's, have it's always gonna be silver for Veruza. Mm. <laughs> that's true. Veruza is silver oh, through and through. <laughs> But we have some very exciting, interesting little uh, perks today, both for you and for the players. And uh, we'll start off with Adam, who will let us know. Oh, Adam, you are muted. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, we can just edit that out in the podcast version, right? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we've got our incredible sponsors returning yet again here. Thank you so much for all the support. Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can get an Electrum chest code on the overlayer bouncing around the chat. Thanks for the support. We also have Die Hard Dice, who has gifted our cast with, here we are on the list from Tall Halfling, Robin's Rocks of Radiance. Ooh. Robin's Rocks of Radiance. Um, there was some big radiance from this Robin <laughs> not too long ago. I uh, got a little little close on the eyebrows there. Um, so Don't ask you. her to dim her life. <laughs> uh, thank you, Die Hard Dice. Uh, we will be giving away a $20 uh, get, uh, discount code that you can use in their store. You can also use the code Erte to get an additional 10% off your order. So uh, please go and support Die Hard Dice. And finally, tonight, you'll hear the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. And then also for our 50th episode here, oh. uh, we're all very excited about this. But um, if you haven't heard at Demiplane here, we are uh, making a lot of different, we call them a nexus. And uh, and these nexuses, um, we've, you know, wavered back and forth on if it's nexi, nexuses. Apparently all of them are correct. Um, so, so we <laughs> typically say nexuses, but, um, but uh, all of those tonight and tonight only that if we roll uh, anyone on the cast rolls a 20 or a one, this is a little bit of a throwback for fans that have been uh, with us on the channel here for a while. Uh, if anyone rolls a 20 or a one, it is going to trigger a giveaway. And so pay attention to chat when that happens. Uh, but if you uh, are uh, one of the winners in those giveaways, then you will be able to choose a and secure <gasps> all of the content on that Nexus. 
So, um, it, you know, ultimate bundle, if it is applicable for that Nexus, or you can get, uh, you know, uh, all of the content. Eddie, you froze for like two seconds <laughs> and it made us all uh, get very worried. And so you might have to say the beginning of that sentence again. Oh, about where, what, where did you, you lose went, me? You literally went, you will get up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> if you get drawn in the giveaway, let's see if it happens again, uh, you will be able to choose a Nexus. So a Nexus of your choice, and you will be able to secure all the content on that Nexus. So uh, if it's Pathfinder that you choose, you'll get a Pathfinder Ultimate Bundle. If you want to choose Alien from Free League, you'll get all the books that we have out there for Alien. Uh, if you want to choose Avatar Legends, you can do that. So any of the games that we support with the content that we have here on Demiplane, uh, a one or a 20 is going to uh, trigger that giveaway here in celebration of our 50th episode. And then I think uh, Deborah has uh, some other tidbits that might be affecting the players for episode 50 here. Yes, um, I'll, I can spill these beans right now before we jump into the rest of the introductions. Um, but we are going to do a little bit of inspiration today. Today and only today, you will get 50% inspiration because I'm not that nice. So, just like regular inspiration, before you make an attack, saving throw, or an ability, you can choose to be inspired and therefore get advantage on that roll. Um, however, today you are only 50% inspired. So, when you make that choice, you'll roll a d100. 50 and above means you are inspired and can roll with advantage. 49 and below means you are uninspired and will roll with disadvantage <laughs> so there's big wins i know that lows. part i know i see you're that we're, we're taking, oh wow we're taking that as a, like risk. a bigger risk wow Ooh, I like okay. yeah i think this i'm here for all this trade-offs so you can choose the trade-off to be either inspired or disinspired oh, today and we'll see what hijinks we get up to with that but everyone has 50 percent inspiration one shot only for today's session uh, in honor of Chapter 50 of Children of Verte. So, Adam, who are you playing tonight? <laughs> I'm Adam Bradford, the CDO here at Demiplane, and tonight I am playing Silas Sorrell, your dimensionally displaced magical superfan. Yay! Happy 50! Hi, everybody. I'm Alicia Marie. You can find me on socials at Alicia Marie Body. I am a professional costume artist, and this weekend I will be at Anime Expo LA. I'll be appearing with Sega in a new costume that I made specifically for this event. So if you happen to be coming to Anime Expo, rolling through, make sure you stop by Sega to come say hi to me in my costume. All right. Tonight I'm playing Fruza Armstrong, who you're never gonna believe this, just saw her reflection. I know, I know, <laughs> unbelievable. I can't believe it either. <laughs> Best cliffhanger of the season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on socials as at DreamWisp. I stream on Twitch as DreamWisp Jen. Um, all sorts of stuff dropped recently for Dreams and Machines, which is a game I helped write for for Modiphius. It's a really cool world. Go check out the stuff that's happening. It's it's really neat. And the starter set launches at Gen Con and pre-orders just opened up. But I'm so excited about the world. We're, we did some very <laughs> neat stuff and I'm I'm glad people get to finally see it. Um, but tonight I am playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. 
Hi, everyone. I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content manager over at Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can find me tomorrow entering the Velvet Lodge, which beckons for all to enter. Yeah, that's right. The thing that I recorded so many, many months ago is finally coming out tomorrow. Uh, you want to follow Elder Eye Entertainment on all of the socials, or you go to twitch.tv slash Elder because you know you can only go so long. So definitely follow them and watch tomorrow for episode one because the Velvet Lodge is open for business. Ooh. Oh, also tonight I'm playing Carolyn Nebster, who's <laughs> who is a spider at the moment. <laughs> And hi, everybody. My name is Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. Uh, you can watch me be a dungeon master on Misfits of Osetta every Wednesday, except for tomorrow. For tomorrow, we have our monthly show, Roll Call. Roll Call. And tomorrow, we will have Tanya DePass. So if anybody wants oh, to come ask questions, it's going to be amazing. Um, going to be hosted by Lee Goldberg and Danny Gage. So it's going to be a really great time. Come, come check us out. That's how we roll channel. Um, and anything else? Oh, yes. Tonight I am playing your favorite <laughs> granny for hire, Miss Robin Beckett, who, who's just kind of on the sidelines right now, just figuring <laughs> out what to do. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'm Deborah M. Wall. I'm your storyteller for this evening for Children of Arte. Um, so, yeah, everyone get cozy. Thank you for being here. Get some warm drinks. Yes, I am drinking out of a Pyrex magic <laughs> cup. It's back. You, yes. may, you may have noticed last week. It's canon. Patented. Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, hotels have ridiculously small teacups, and that's a waste of a tea bag. So this is what's happening for me <laughs> in the currently in my life. And uh, <laughs> let's find out what's happening in the lives of our characters tonight. So if you'll remember last week, you officially um, uh, started your descent into this buried train. Um, Maeve found out some interesting information about the Farnshall Wilds. You rediscovered Pivum. And yes, at this moment, um, three of you, Robin, Silas, and Maeve, and Pivum are digging, well, not Pivum, he's resting, but you're digging out to the hole to make it an easy escape straight up. Whereas um, Feruza rode the giant spider Neb down to the bottom of this train car. You are now, gosh, <laughs> close to nine, like 100 feet under snow at this point, um, down in compartment A, looking at your own reflection in the ice as you mm. cast a little bit of fire in front of your face. Uh, yes, so we're down there. You're looking at your reflection. Maeve had um, suggested that you make sure that it looked like you and uh from what you're looking at it looks like you you maybe are starting to really notice though this blue staining that's really starting to kind of come through and and, and take sort of patterns on your face oh my god neb i can't believe this have you seen it? and she turns to you and goes have you see my face Neb hasn't entered the room still, so she's still just on on the edge, looking <laughs> over. And as as you say that, she'll she'll just push herself up just a little bit more, but she's still not going to enter the room. Uh, <laughs> and you watch as six of her eight eyes all focus on your reflection, and then she'll Ugh. look at you, and yeah, spider cock head. <laughs> uh, what? And look at this is new. 
and she's showing off just her um, sparkler fingers. But I, I do and with see that, my. You get kind of a, an excited Bob. <laughs> so this is new. But yeah, I, I, okay, going back to what we were down there for, I do see my reflection normal. I guess this is normal, right? This is how I look. The spider Bob. Okay. <laughs> yeah, then I, then I guess we're, I guess this is a real mirror then. Come on down. Just go slow. And she sort of like beckons to Neb to come down over another mirror. You still wait. You have the shard on you, right, Neb? <laughs> no, you have the Don't shard. Have it in my That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah so if you back the last in... thing, yeah, the last so... thing you were informed of was that Robin had a heating pad back in compartment A that you were maybe going to use to dislodge the uh, mirror. Oh, we're gonna go back to our room and get it. And you watch Neb was about to enter the room, and then you say mm. that. And she pauses. Yes, we forgot. I totally got distracted by my own reflection. <laughs> we have to go and get Robin's heating pad so that we can melt this mirror out of the ice because it slid down the wall and now it's stuck in there. I can't, like, I guess, axe it out because I might do something to the mirror. You know? Uh, I'll nod. So and then you want to get it? Yeah, she'll, she'll give a nod and then uh, crawl out of sight. And yeah, Robin is in just like the next room over, right? No, she's, by the no. way, Neb, she's cabin F as in Frank. <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> in this weird hallway, a giant spider stops. <laughs> okay, all right, so cabin, okay, yeah. And I'm yep. gonna scramble on up and into uh, Miss Robin's room and start looking for all a heat right. pad. <laughs> You, Farooza, standing on the, the door to the toilet here, uh, you know, looking out of the, the sideways door in front of yeah. you, you see on the vertical, um, Neb spin around so that she's facing straight up and begin to climb up the floor of this, down the hallway, up and up and up till she goes out of your line of sight. If you were to come forward and look up, you'd see her little spider butt crawling away from you up and up and up um as Neb you can't up help but two, be thinking in her head as she's crawling in see then see neb spider went up the train car <laughs> down came snow no that's probably wrong okay she's blocking out all of the light from above but you just see little sometimes clumps of snow that fall little drips of 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 water off of the icicles that are forming up above um, Neb seems to manage it with her, her spidery feet, but you still feel how slippery it is beneath yours. Um, Neb, as you get up to compartment A, um, the door, I don't know, uh, Robin, did you close your door the last time you were there? <laughs> Do you have an opinion on that? I, I think she would have, yeah. Would have? Okay, great. <laughs> Probably, let's, yeah. let's see if it stayed closed. It did stay closed. Spider okay. Neb, what would you like to do? So the last few times that I have tried to open a door while I've been an animal, I've been in a, a form that has not been very good to do that with. But Neb feels a little more confident uh -huh. with uh, spider toe beans. So I'm going to try to use my, my front two legs to grab the handle and open the door. Fantastic. Um, you get over to it. And I don't know, would she lock it? I'm just saying she didn't lock it. I don't want to say she locked it. 
Uh, <laughs> and yeah, you are you are able with your sticky fingers to get enough pressure and just sort of knock at it and kind of turn the thing and it slides its way open um banging as it sort of gravity grabs it as it falls down there in which case we will set a bit of the train shutters under the kind of opening of that door the weight shifting in that particular space down below Feruza, you feel almost like it's dropped six oh. inches i feel like i'm in a horror movie but i'm the monster this is bad <laughs> does silas hear that <laughs> and it's up to you if you hear it um uh, i i, I can't hear it unless i've spoken to you yeah. yeah oh i didn't know if you still had to take thoughts on yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know how long has it been. That's and that's too far, right? Mm, okay. Message that he's got 120 detect thoughts, he's only uh, about 30 feet. Okay, yeah. okay. Mm. I'll freeze until I think mm -hmm. everything has stopped moving. Mm hmm And then crawl my way in and start searching for a heating pad. Yeah. All right. Um, where do you keep it, Robin? Um, keep it in my trunk, like my travel mm -hmm. trunk, uh beneath uh, a quilt. So it'd kind of be towards the bottom. Okay. Um, so the, the the trunk itself probably was next to the bed, something like that. Mm -hmm, at the foot of the bed. So you see it now, you know, the, the train having, you know, gone on its end, you see it now has smashed into the shower room. You can see the trunk back down there in the shower. It's covered in glass from the shower doors. Um, there is, you know, um, lots of other things that have fallen in there with it, some books, again, lamps, anything that is breakable and, and not nailed down has fallen into the debris inside the shower room um, at the end. But you can see the trunk back in there as you, you know, creep over the bathroom door, creep over the vanity. Is the trunk in. still closed uh, and still complete Definitely or did it smash? Closed. Okay. Doesn't I doesn't I didn't smash open. Those are pretty those are pretty sturdy. sturdy those kind of heirloom trunks, trunks, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll try to open the trunk. All right. <laughs> um climbing in, you immediately see the jagged um glass along the side. Um as you go in, you can feel it begin to pierce at your legs as you try to make your way through this very narrow opening. Okay. Um, how far away from the opening is the trunk? Creepy. Okay. I would, instead of going in after the trunk, I would like to reach out with one of my sticky fingers and try to like grab. Usually those heirloom trunks have like handles on the sides. Yes. Can I like hook my my claw around a handle and drag it out absolutely we'll do a dexterity check as a spider okay. so you, <laughs> you brace your seven other limbs around the edge here being careful of the the, sh the, sh the jagged glass and stick one down and is able to reach uh please give me yeah, a dexterity check uh 20 may i just point out that this is called a hope chest Fantastic. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> with a 22. 22, yeah. Fantastic. You loop that sticky leg around. It 
turns on its side as you begin to kind of pull it up and more glass shards and books and things that are on top of it fall down, shattering onto the, the shower wall behind it as you lift it up. That disturbance causes another shudder. At this point, a huge clump of snow falls in through the window near you. An even larger clump falls from above, straight down the shaft. If you turn, it's too late before it has already gone by. Feruza, you see it fly past you and splatter on the bottom of this train, at which point the entire thing does seem to drop now oh, another oh, you foot. Feruza, I'd like you to make a dexterity saving throw, please, at disadvantage. Mm. I should make one, or... You should make one. I should make one. Okay. Because you're Sorry. in the doorway down there. You have your inspiration. I know, but I'm like... <laughs> you're... You, I'm just, am He's I already first? disadvantaged. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be the first to use my inspiration. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go for it. Your inspiration. So, yes, roll uh, D100, and we'll see okay. if you are inspired or de-inspired. Let's see what we get. What did you say? Over 50? This is like scary to me. 50 and up, inspired, 49 and down. Slightly better odds. This is so scary. Second roll, 2d10s, right? Yeah. Yeah, 2d10s. I'll roll it twice. Yeah. Okay. 71. Hey! <laughs> yes! You're inspired! How are you inspired, Feruza? What is what is inspiring about this this moment that allows you to to hold on and grab as quickly as you can onto something so that you don't slip off out of the door and fall down the rest of the way? Like she's she's been nervous the entire time, but for some reason this moment she just reminded that wait a second, everything you faced the past twelve whole days you have conquered, you've become a stronger person. You can handle this too if you can handle a friend that's turned into a giant hairy spider. All right, you have advantage. Roll your saving throw. What? Okay. That was just to find out if you were inspired. <laughs> so now we're like, gonna roll your saving throw. But like, now you're rolling it at advantage. Right. Okay, okay. I was yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> do I have advantage on that? Yeah, I do, right? I'm gonna give it a zero. It should probably just be standard, but I'm gonna give you advantage. This is this is fifty percent inspiration day. You rolled You have advantage. Right? Well that's a good it's good news for the audience though. One right after another. <laughs> it didn't count, but we're counting it for Oh you. fair. God, you're very, you're very that's kind, so Adam. Funny. <laughs> All right, roll your advantage because I am also very nice and okay. very kind. Oh my goodness! Of course, I roll that one. Please let this work. <laughs> Seventeen. All right, fantastic. You are with that inspiration able to hold on. It's it's rocky there for a minute. You thought even with all of this this inspiration that you have, you might still slip and fall, but you're able to grab onto a handle on the side of the wall and keep yourself from sliding out the window as this huge ball of snow crashes to the bottom and you feel the whole car begin to jolt. This one up top, you all might have noticed um, some shift in the snow um, you know, you definitely would have heard a little bit of something over there. So you can do checks if you want to see how uh, how badly you think, how much you know about what's happening. You would have heard something. I noticed very little. <laughs> I mean, I got a 12, so I might have, you know, barely heard something. I mean, yeah, I, I think 21. A 21. All well, right. actually, it's a passive. It would be a passive, nice. right? 
Or it could it be, be passive. We could say that too. Okay, I might notice something. Yeah, yeah, a okay. little something. It's a little something. Robin really catches on. Um, Robin, I would say maybe you're you're reaching down and digging, you know, deeper than the others at this point. Um, and you, from your vantage point, actually see a huge chunk of the bottom of this tunnel just dislodge, bang into the top window where they went in and just plummet into the darkness below. How how much is left for us to have to dig through now? Um, I mean, still, I mean, you've been going at it. We said we said twenty minutes for uh, ten feet. Is that what we said? Oh no, six Maybe. feet. Twenty minutes for six feet. It was going to take you a half, or it's going to take you ten minutes for six feet. It's going to take you half an hour. So you're probably halfway there by now. Even halfway with the, half the, the tunnel falling off, I guess. Well, it wasn't half the tunnel, but yes, oh, a good okay. chunk of it fell down. Yes, okay. I'll, I'll give you more of that. So we'll say it was eighteen. So it was nine. Now there's only seven feet, okay. six to seven feet left for you guys to tunnel through. We need to be careful. I think the train is settling. It's settling uh, into what? <laughs> into Aruza, more danger, okay really? down there? <laughs> Aruza, is everyone okay down there? Silas, are you calling me? Wait a minute, uh, that's a yeah, that's, that's me. Question. I don't think anybody else can do this yet. Okay, yeah, I I, I felt that, but I I, I mean I'm, I'm okay. Neb, at least I think it's Neb. She's gone to get the uh, the heating pad out of out of Robin's room, but I'm, I'm hoping she's back here fast because I don't want to be buried in this room. Yeah. So Faruza, like, is the plan to light the heating? Otherwise, it feels like that's going to take for flipping ever. I mean, to just put the heating pad on the ice. Yeah, I mean, what else are we gonna do with it? Well, I, I just, I think you're in a death trap right now. I, I don't want to scare you or frighten you. It doesn't seem like you you'd be frightened again? by that. No, I'm just, I, I'm trying to make sure everybody's number. okay. <laughs> New brain, who this? this. <laughs> right, I mean, okay, but, but you guys felt that too, right, Taylor? You felt the. You, do you see it moving? Is it still moving? Uh, we don't really see much up here. I think part of the tunnel fell off probably, but uh, which I mean, hey, let's look on the bright side. That means that we don't have to dig as far to get you all out. I'll, I'll look at the bright side. Okay, just 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 keep calling. Well, yeah, keep checking in on us. Because we have to do this fast so we can get out of here. You know I will. Roger. Roger, Roger. Over and out. <laughs> God. All right, Neb, you are holding uh, Hope's chest uh, in the uh, <laughs> Robin's chest um, in one paw as you fold it up out of the shower stall. Now um, it's it's pretty heavy. She's got a, a good bunch of stuff in there, and the thing itself has some weight to it. What would you like to do? Are there bricks in here? What's going on? I'm gonna put it down somewhere gently, but somewhere mm -hmm. safe where I could then open it and take a look inside. Uh, probably the bathroom door, similar to the place where Feruza's been standing, but way up here. Okay. Yeah, I'll gently set it, kind of four or five eyes watching the rest of the train, and then and then use You're the fine. paws to push the the lid open and start okay. rummaging around in, in Robin's things. You know, it takes a little bit of sort of flicking and figuring out how to, you know, cantilever your weight, but you're able to pop those buckles on it and flip it open and inside you see all of robin's 
accoutrement of the things. You would even see a, a, a picture of Harold, like an eight by mm. ten in a frame, which I don't know if it'd be broken, but yeah, you would you would oh. see that on top. The glass in the picture might be broken, but the frame itself is fine. Uh, Did Robin and Harold have a fiftieth anniversary? Oh, I don't know if they made it fifty years. Yeah, yeah oh. I think they only made it like forty. <laughs> only. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to start pulling things out of the chest and putting them to the side and despite the fact that it is a mess in here and we may never be able to come back I'm being kind of careful and a little reverent about everything um, you said that there was a blanket over the heating pad right uh, that yes. was, we'll say what was what was relayed through Silas okay. is that it's underneath uh, the quilt in the bottom of the chest right so yeah, so as I'm pulling things out, when I get to the quilt, I think what Neb actually thinks is, oh, we could use this to wrap up the mirror, and she'll grab it and, like, tuck it under one of her eight legs, and then <laughs> grab, uh, I'm assuming seeing the heating pad there, and grab that, and then, like, bundle the two of them up together. I really need to figure out a spider that can do the silk thing, because this would be a lot easier if I had the silk <laughs> thing going on. Uh, next spider, next spider. Um and then, like, absentmindedly, she's going to gently close the chest, just, like, out of habit, and then is going to stand there for a moment looking at that picture. Because we've never seen... I don't think you've shown us that picture, right? No. Nope. So, I think Neb can make some assumptions about who that is, but is going to waffle for a moment and then leave it, turn around and just take the... The, the quilt okay. and the blanket or and the heating pad and oh yeah all right so it. in one of your spider legs uh you've got the quilt in the other you have the heating pad you are two legs down to six um you are still able to <laughs> walk fairly uh, safely you come out into the hallway and begin to scuttle down the icy floor uh, it does indeed get icier and colder the closer you get to room a you get down back towards there. Feruza's holding on. Uh, as you come past, you can see that in your front two legs, as your little mandibles move, oh. uh, you've got a heating pad and a quilt. I've never been so happy to see a spider in my life. Never. Uh, if you want to toss down that heating pad, I'm, I'm going to try that that thing. And uh, I'm kind of warning you, I've never done this before. I don't know what I'm doing. Why is everyone trusting me with things? All right. And all yeah. Neb can do is think because you're awesome and we trust you. But what, what all you'll see is her hold out with one spider paw the the heating pad, like with with weird spider confidence. Like, who's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, gonna take it and like just yeah. sort of look at it? Okay. It's one of those old ones that has like the blue felt cover on it, and the cord is kind of ivory and has that big chunky. Thing with the button on it before it gets oh, to the yeah, end. Oh, it's right over there. Oh, jeez. Yep, I've, I've got one in my room. We all oh, have one. They're the best. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's a throwback. And she's immediately going to start just like, wow, I wonder about the uh, liability of these things starting a house fire. Okay. <laughs> she absolutely thinks that. And then she goes over and she's like, okay. And she starts to look for a cord to plug it in and then stops herself. She's like, get a, get a handle on yourself. Okay, Ned, I am going to attempt to use 
inborn electricity to start this heat pad, to melt this ice, to get this mirror out. Right? Deb's gonna hold both her, she's moved the blanket to one of her back legs. She's gonna hold up both of her front legs, like in touchdown motion and wave them in the air like Kermit Flail. All right. I've never done this before. Okay, thinking, <laughs> thinking, looking at my inventory. Okay, um, <laughs> this is something she used to do when she was in law school. So, it's like, okay, so out of my way, oh, get my hair my out of goodness. my face. Okay, I'm going to use something I've nicknamed in my head. I'm having a conversation with the spider. No, I'm using something that in my head I call static shock nev. This is something I've named it, okay? This is what I'm gonna use. Or should I use the thing I called lightning bolt? No, that might shoot us straight out of the, out of the, okay, you know what? I'm gonna use static shock nev, right? Nodding. Okay. Neb has, <laughs> I have no idea what any of those things mean, but I trust you, T totally trust you. Just do something. She's gonna hold up the plug. So you've placed the blue pad yeah. on the mirror, <laughs> she takes on the eyes head. of the mirror. You you rock back, laying the cord, oh my God. holding the one chunky bit with the the button, and then the cord in the other hand. And yeah. what are you gonna do? She's gonna lay that. She lays it like nicely, like really mm -hmm. nicely on the. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna try static shock. Okay, here we go, Neb. <sighs> And she's gonna focus. And Neb, if you're seeing her, her the little strand, the little like strands of her hair that are elect electric start like lighting, lighting up, and her hair starts sort of like fire starter, like electricity ish. And she's gonna take her hand and uh, put it over the plug, mm -hmm. and just try to. She's basically trying to shock, a, like basically act like cool. an outlet for the plug. <laughs> Do you have a spell casting modifier? Oh yeah, well, I've never done this as a barbarian. How weird! I mean, you did you did thaumaturgy, so I don't know if you yeah. have. If you don't like, let's see. I, I imagine yeah, this is would, kind of. Let's check. I would say let's, this is kind of a wisdom. Um, what is your? Although wisdom is not so. I'm trying to think what would be good for you. Make a case. Charisma. Charisma could work. I'm gonna make a case for charisma. This is I'm like um, conjuring all your confidence deep yeah. inside. You know, the yeah. courage and the, you know, in the abilities that you have yeah. in yourself, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, the fact that she's starting to name the things she yeah. can do means that she's just starting to own these things. She owns this. And even though she's never been that close to her own spells, yeah. like that's why she's sort of like this with it. She doesn't know what it's yeah. going to do. And she's seen what Robin has done. So she's like, here we go. <laughs> cool. So let's make this a proficient charisma check as though it was your spell casting modifier oh, wait. so plus okay. two okay. plus your spell casting modifier and roll a d20 okay oh my gosh okay okay die hard dice work with me work with me die hard dice <laughs> 16 16 holding on to the button in one hand and this one in the other you just sort of <laughs> and close your hand over the edge of those things. And it just, those two little prongs, one that's a little bit bigger, just knows how to grab the spark of electricity that pops out of your hand. It oh. jolts, the whole thing 
kind of shakes and shivers a little bit as it kind of, you see the light on the big clunky thing turn on as you click it up to high and wait. You just continue to kind of keep this current going. We're gonna call this concentration. This oh. is as though you are casting a concentration charisma based skill here, right? It's gonna right. take a little while. This thing has to heat up and then it has to melt it. Cool? That's right. Cool. She's gonna look up at Neb like. <laughs> I'm going to clap my front paws together. <laughs> little little toe beans and fur just going. Poof, 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 poof. Oh my god! It is appearing to work. Um, it'll take a little bit of time, but it is going to keep working. So we'll give you. Let's say we'll take another like five minutes here. The team upstairs, you guys are almost through, and at this point, you can really start to feel that it's getting uh, tenuous. If you continue to put too much weight now, because you, you're going to have to kind of climb down. Um, so you've been sitting on the place that you're trying to dig out. Now it's getting too thin to hold your weight. You're getting to the point where you either need to back out um, and find something longer to, to do uh, to reach this, because you're going to fall in or cause some kind of a, a collapse. I, I have a thought. Mm -hmm. Could we step away here? Um, are, are people stepping away or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm at least looking inquisitively and taking a half <laughs> step towards you. Okay. If people sort of, as we step back um, to a, a slightly more sturdy ground, Maeve is going to pull out her pocket knife. And she's going to flip it open. And as she sort of flips through these different, um, of the different blades you notice they, they, there are the normal pocket knife attachments, right? They, you have your normal, a but toothpick, these are, uh, yeah. yeah, but, but normally you don't have like one that reaches five feet or eight feet or 10 feet. Um, I need to pull up the stats on this thing. Cause it's not something I would normally be carting around, <laughs> um, but I am going to be able to bring something along that is going to be useful to us. Um, so I'm going to grab that if you want to keep going with somebody else while I find that. Um, but okay. I have something that will give us from say 10 feet away. Um, it flips open and there is um, a bladed long, um it almost looks kind of like a a broom with blades on the end of it sort of that i could almost <laughs> sweep around the edges with um yeah i'll put st the stats in our I, 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 every homemaker <laughs> and but it's formed out of that same um midnight kind of it, it like the very base of it is made of the steel of whatever would be on the pocket knife, but um, the extension of it is that same sort of swirling um, dark midnight star studded sky um, that Maeve's letter opener extends into. Awesome. Um, so I'll describe a little bit of what you all have been creating. It's almost like a, a cone, right? Like an ice cream cone coming down to the center. So you've been digging away slowly, widening and widening. So now that you're down, you know, 10 feet and there's only, you know, maybe three feet left to dig, 
and the, it means that as you're going down and digging, the space that you're putting your weight on is starting to get thinner and thinner. Um, so at this point, you do notice, and this is just a gimme, that when you step, little bits of snow will drop. The neb from above, you keep getting pelted with small little snowballs that seem to be falling off from the hole above. So you all are well aware that this is starting to become structurally less sound um, the more your weight is on it. I, I, I will say everyone that I, I mean I can go down there and try to get the last little bit out because if something does happen I I know that I can catch myself if, if, if I fall well I mean what about the train falling well I mean that's a that's gonna be a problem regardless of whether we get this uh finished you know d dug out here I'm just, I'm just saying in order to get the opening big enough, um, we can at least do that part, and I am fine to go down there and try to fi finish the last little bit here. Because if if I fall, then I'll be able to to throw up, you know, a safety net. All right, sounds fair. But then but we do need to figure out how we're going to get them out of there. Are you going to be able to get there before they? We don't. Again, we don't know what they're falling into, or where. Well, where, I mean, we, we can we can see like uh, from where we are, we can see mm -hmm. parts of the train now, though, right? Yes. So what you yeah. can see is the the top, you know, end of it. It's yeah. mostly kind of covered in snow, but you know, half of the door and the window that's smashed open has been excavated by Neb and Feruza. You know, as you get closer down, you can see the hole that they made through the window into the rest of the the sort of more sideways train that way. Um, yeah. But going down into the hallway below, you don't see very far because it's quite deep. Yeah. But, but, but I see a place that I could land. You see a place that you could land. It would yeah. be on, on the back of the train. Yeah. Um, there's not much snow otherwise to, to land on other than what's on top of that, that car. So, I mean, Maeve, I, you know, I'm fine to try to use this tool, we'll call it, um, whatever this bladed broom <laughs> is um but um but i i'm just simply saying that like if i fall i am very confident i can at least catch myself excellent and when the entire top of the the snow falls in and the rest of us fall as well and they the train well, falls and they well i mean i thought everybody was gonna step back a little bit i mean like but i'm not <laughs> Avalanches, <laughs> collapsing, or not? I, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, they're they're in a pickle down there. So, you know, right now, what we're trying to, we're just trying to get the hole big enough for them to come back out of. And it's almost and so, there. Yeah, it's almost there, but it's not there. So, like, if they get up there and they can't get out, then mm -hmm. I, what I'm saying is, there are two problems here. Mm -hmm. And we need to figure out how and to. And we're trying not out. to make it three. Sure. <laughs> or but. four or five. But uh, if you want to, I mean, it's clearly unstable. If you. Uh, do you have another way that you are going to make the hole big enough for them to exit? Uh, I definitely. Well, I suppose we could cause an avalanche. It is a solution that gives us a different set of problems to deal with. So, How are we causing an avalanche by digging out the other three feet here? 
I don't know. I, there, you exploded the train before. And you might I as guess, well do it if it's so shaky. I, 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 I guess I, I, what I'm trying to get at is what on earth have we been doing for the last 30 minutes if we thought that this was going to be death and destruction? But if we're this close and it's just so thin now that we need to just step back a bit to finish clearing it. And we just totally need to fine with that. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you think that the tool can get us down there, but if it's 10 feet long, it sounded like it couldn't quite make it. I was just so, simply saying so, I, I am fine to be in the front where if I did happen to fall, I know that mm -hmm. I can catch myself. So I just want to clarify because I think mm -hmm. we might be on a yes, couple yes, different yes. paths. Of course. My sense was that we were trying to clear it and we just needed to step back a little bit and we just couldn't reach to finish the last steps of clearing the, the, yes, the area. So, so you, this is, this is basically you were clearing 18 feet. You lost three from the bottom. So now it was up to 15. You guys dug down uh, mm -hmm. 10 and some. So wait, where was I? <laughs> where were we? <laughs> 15, 10 and some. You've got, yes, you've got about three left, but it's 12 feet down. So yes, so try, you'll have to go into the cone somewhat to reach it with a 10 foot tool. Um, and I guess what Silas is suggesting is because it's unstable, we could do that and you could have 10 feet distance on it, or Silas could go down and fill, fill, finish the rest of it. I, I, I'm also suggesting that I am fine to use the tool. So this at would actually get us feet feet from it. 15 feet because it's a 10 foot reach. Oh, okay, great. So, so potentially yeah, Maeve could actually reach all the way through. Yeah. Okay. That's In very theory. hard for me to visualize, but but I'm I'm <laughs> fine with it. So it's it's a my normal extension would be it's it's ten feet beyond what I could normally. I think this is some weird D and D space and not like <laughs> how it really worked. But I'm okay with it. So here's so what we're gonna. But, but gonna it's, it's okay if we can. You know, go ahead. Um, what Silas? Why don't you go ahead and lead the charge? <laughs> no, no, please. If if uh, if it is being said that you can dig it from to to uh to to me potentially falling so let, let, let's let's do your I, way if here's, it works. here's what i'm gonna offer i think if one of you holds mave's legs and uh you know while she dangles over to get those few extra feet in oh, there gosh. we'll absolutely give her reach how about that how about that for a deal for you on oh. our 50th anniversary yeah. So she can use her five feet. Or we could just, you know, light a torch on fire and throw it in and try and melt the ice. <laughs> You've got this. And we've got you. Yeah. <laughs> if you drop me, I swear. And you're not going to be alive to do anything about it. <laughs> That's actually a really valid point. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay, I'll, <laughs> who's gonna, who's gonna try and hold my legs? We can each take a leg. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. And you've Teamwork. got crampons and things, you can dig your feet in. So yes, Robin and Silas, you guys get a pretty good foothold to dig yourself into the snow a little bit. So you have some, uh, some support. Each holding one of Maeve's boots in her, in, 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 in your hands. She slides over the edge, allowing herself to just 
bend at the waist and do her full five feet of reach with her pole. It does reach through to the bottom and you can begin to circle and dig and start widening that space as they hold on to your legs. Now you're on an incline, so it's not a super bout, you know, very heavy. Um, but yes, of course, if something goes wrong, we'll have some checks for that as you continue to widen this hole. You know, this is the only way I, I was mistaken. I would not yeah. be able to reach 15. It would be 10. So, right. I, so this, this is, is the only way do. we could do it. Perfect. Yeah. This is the way we're going to do it. You're going to be <laughs> held by your ankles over a at least 100. Oh, my drop. gosh. It's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be You fun. can feel that in that Maeve's, uh, Maeve's boots are like, like steel lined or something they are they are <laughs> super sturdy Maeve's feet are like they, those her shoes are are sturdy as heck as you're holding on to her feet um but yeah well this is a this is not what I thought I would be why do I keep ending up like reaching on my belly today this is just <laughs> feels uh, like I'm down... gonna go sledding or something <laughs> down below neb as Maeve continues to circle and whack at the bottom and try to clear this you just continually feel this pelting of snow from up above you can't quite tell what it is but it is just pieces chunks of snow that fall um, as they can no longer dig it and bring it back up it just falls by you splattering into uh the floor and detritus below you i think for um, the first the, the minute reason, what's a sit rep I think for the first minute, there's a lot of batting it out of the way and being annoyed while I'm trying to watch what Farouz is doing. And then after mm -hmm. that, Neb is just like, well, this is my life now. And poof, poof, just, just <laughs> ignoring it, keeping focused on Farouza. All right, uh, Farouza, you've mm -hmm. got a message from Silas. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm watching the blanket to see if it's working, if it's melting the ice. Does it look like it's doing anything? Uh. She's gonna lift, like lift up the yeah. corner. Does it look like it? It does look like it is melting. It yes. It's working. It's working. You can see little rivulets of water, especially you know in the in the 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 static charge of the light that you're you know emitting from your fingers. Um, little rivulets of water are beginning. You can feel the heat coming off of the you know those old heating pads are like, whew, they're strong. Okay. Um, as you look under, you see you're probably about halfway, and that was with you know the heat up time. So you're pretty close to it being free. She's gonna grab the like, reach out like gingerly and touch the frame and sort of like see if it's movable at all. Give it a little wiggle without breaking oh. it. <laughs> it is wiggleable. Oh, yes. She looks up at Neb and she's like, <laughs> as as soon as I get that, uh, I'm gonna grab the blanket that I've been holding yes. the quilt and yes. I'm gonna toss that to. I'm gonna toss it to Feruza, but like try to angle it so that it heads towards the the mirror to indicate what I am trying to say. And in that moment, like Feruza had turned back toward the mirror, so she got this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what Robin, is what that? is your what does your quilt look like? What, what yeah. if I just thrown into this room? <laughs> it's one of those really really thick padded quilt like where every square is a different color or a different <gasps> you know like a patchwork oh. sweet <laughs> what is this for Ned to wrap the mirror in uh, vigorous spider nods 
okay, okay. We're getting there. And and Ruth again, she just takes the, she she takes the frame and like it's a little okay. Not yet, not yet. I'm gonna, we're gonna take it slow, Ned, because we can't break this thing, and we can't. It can't be a situation where the mirror breaks loose and slides further down, hits the wall, and crashes and breaks. Right. So I'm gonna keep my eye on things. All right, mm-hmm. we're getting there. Okay. So uh, what do you do with the with the quilt? Uh, we're going to hold the quilt because we're going to carry the mirror up and that. Okay. Break it okay. Out. So you're still you're still waiting, even though it's within, yeah, you're waiting for it to be like fully clear. Yeah. Okay. She's, she's holding okay. the pad down even more, so it's like more of the heat's concentrated on the ice. Like speed this fantastic. <laughs> um, great, uh, Maeve. As you are digging away at this, I would like you to make a let's do a dexterity check of some kind. What would okay. you like to do? Um, you could do a sleight of hand if you'd like. Okay. Just as you're trying to like have accuracy with where you're poking this thing as it's starting to get really, you're really getting down there. So that's a 26. A 26. Whoa. You can see that there is just, just as you're looking, cause now, you know, your head's halfway down this thing. And as you can start to see that there's actually like a rivulet, a chunk of ice and rock just behind it, hovering over the open door of this space. Um, And as you're sort of poking around, now that you've caught this, you very intentionally go the other way and leave that to itself. But you clock that that is holding on by just a thread. So, and I whispered because I'm afraid that just (laughs) even be lying on the ground and speaking too loudly, like might quake the earth. Um, just so you know, right here, and I point to where mm-hmm. it is. There's a. This is the spot. That just don't. Just don't leave it be. It S- will Silas. Come. Silas starts with minor illusion to like <laughs> try to mark where he thinks she's pointing, and is like, "Are you talking about right here?" And then like it probably takes three times, uh, but uh, like eventually, <laughs> hopefully, like almost like a laser pointer would like <laughs> get to where it uh, you know would be. Not, not yellow, do not enter tape, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. No, j- j- just like, uh, you know, it's it's like just trying to under- make sure yeah. that her hand gesture is being interpreted cool. uh, in, in the right way. So, yes, yeah, so your laser pointer line has sort of created, you know, an outline here of exactly where Maeve is kind of pointing, like, do not touch that space, do not disturb it, um, because she has found a giant boulder trapped in the snow right here. Down below, ladies, uh, Feruza, you see water is really running now. It's, 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 it's gone through a lot of the ice on the side. Um, you're pretty sure you're clear. She takes one more glance at Nev, nods, puts her hands on the frame and just slowly tries to ease it out of the ice out from the ice where it was being held in. The frame is this beautiful golden framed (laughs) um, vanity mirror here. The glass is old and antique. It's really quite lovely. It's heavy too. It has a good bit of weight to it. It's strong, solid wood on the other side. Um, As you take it and use the quilts, I suppose. She wraps it in, (laughs) in the blanket. 
and she looks up at Neb. She's holding the mirror. It's, it's like this big, right? Like that, maybe like this. Yeah, like a vanity mirror. Yeah, but you know, a, 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 something that would go over your sink. Yeah. Okay. So she looks up at Neb, and she's like, "Um, are you gonna come get me? <laughs> How am I gonna get up there?" What yeah, I think. think about, I should I hand you the mirror? Uh. As you say, will you come and get me? Neb will now enter the room because she didn't enter the room before in case Ivy came looking because she mm -hmm. didn't want to cause more panic. But <laughs> I'm assuming at the moment, now that the mirror is covered, that <laughs> Ivy won't see giant spider and avalanche and everything. And so I'll crawl in and reposition myself so that Feruza can a spider hug. All yeah. right. Feruza, how would you like to configure this? Okay. So that you can hold on to the spider and this the quilted mirror at the okay, same yeah. time. Heavy mirror. And the mirror. And you keep pulling to the mirror. Okay. Neb, we have to make sure you are are you are you sticky, Neb? No. You're not sticky, are you? You you <laughs> no, see as sticky. Yeah, the my paw is kind of uh she'll she'll pat them like this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. Um but <laughs> otherwise nah, shrug okay because this this is what i'm wondering i'm wondering if perhaps you can work with just seven legs and i will put the mirror in between your body and mine i will hold on to you with one of my now quite strong arms and you hold on to me with one of your eight disgusting arms do you think you could do that? Uh, you watch as one of the legs comes out, the one that would be the one to hold on to wherever you're going to wrap around, and yes. is just there ready. So okay. you see from Neb's anatomy that she can't twist her leg to hold you from the back, but she could certainly think... curl it and hold you to her belly. Yeah, so she's going to have to crawl underneath oh i was picturing it. you like like yeah. on a motorcycle when you wrap your arms around the person in front of you and and i was gonna oh. i'm okay with that too like if <laughs> if you're like i need to be on I, your belly maybe uh, i misunderstood i understood her to say that she was gonna hold this mirror and wrap one arm and you and were gonna, gonna wrap your way. arm around oh her. okay okay no that so makes way more sense uh, so instead right. instead <laughs> when you suggest this <laughs> You know how spiders, when they die, they turn over on their back. <laughs> She's gonna oh, roll no. over on her back <laughs> and just belly rub. Present time. Okay, on the toilet door in the magic cursed room. Uh, <laughs> spider hugs. Down, opens up for spider hugs. Feruza, <laughs> gripping this very large, heavy mirror in one arm. You lay it between your two bodies as you lay down on top of her, wrapping mm -hmm. one arm around her segmented body, that big bulbous back end, through, you know, reaching through two of her legs as one or two of her legs reaches around you, grasping you to her. You feel the pressure on your back as it sort of locks in and you grip each other tight. Neb. I will very slowly roll myself over onto my legs and start to make my way out. Um, uh, I... Let's see how gracefully you can do that with all of this stuff on you. Okay. Um, uh, let's do, this would be probably a strength check for your uh, 
for your spider here. Okay, the spider is stronger than Neb. I mean, really anything yeah. is stronger than Neb. But just, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and use my- You're being inspired? I'm gonna try to, try to do my inspiration. So let's see Roll what happens. Roll your D100 <laughs> and see if you are inspired or de-inspired. That is 61. That's I am 61. inspired. How are you inspired in this moment, Neb? Spider. I think Feruza has been so scared of me as a spider and very slowly like if not um not accepting but like uh, getting to this point of being willing to like give me a hug as a spider and like even be the one to suggest it i think there's a little bit of that look is trusting me to do this so i gotta do this all right, roll with advantage your strength check to hoist your body up and over with this heavy mirror and Feruza, who is, you know, six foot ten or something at this point. <laughs> six five. Oh, six I only five. get big when I rage. When I rage, I... <laughs> She's just only, only a, a mere six five. <laughs> but please don't get angry while you're hugging me. Please don't yeah. get angry. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, no, go. It's a 12. A 12 with advantage? Yeah, oh, I didn't roll very weird. well. And I've, the spider only has a plus one, which is better than the negative one that the human <laughs> has. So I'll take it. As you roll to try and, you know, get yourself over nimbly, it's hard. Your your center of balance is off with the weight below and however they, And you end up rocking rather intensely to get your sticky paws, pads, onto the floor um, so that you can be vertical. With that, the train, again, jolts down. Now, all of you above, especially Maeve, as you are head down looking at this, you see the coupling where this is pull, pulling the entire back end of the, the, the horizontal train a little bit. It disturbs where that rock is. You have a reaction before this falls. Is there anything you'd like to do? Um, oh gosh, I'm not, it's a, it's a big boulder, right? It's a, it's a boulder, you know, it's, a, it's a, <laughs> the size of you. Is, is it a large boulder the size of a small boulder? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I've seen um, that meme. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Um. Well, it's falling. <laughs> you shout. Yeah, I mean, there's not. Well, it's falling. That's great. I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. Um, it breaks loose and bam into the top of that uh, train car. Neb and Feruza down at the bottom, you feel the whole thing shudder as more things begin to fall. Now snow and bits of train are falling and a huge boulder <laughs> bangs back and forth as it lodges around room C above you. What was that? Is, is there, so at, at this point in time, mm -hmm. are, are we dug out at the top you are you you can fit through absolutely especially now that this boulder has fallen through it is open um and then with with that though when we're when you're saying that did we see the bigger one fall from where we were you you are pretty far away you know you're 15 feet up there from where it is um you're aware it fell you are you asking for a reaction as well um uh, no, I mean I, I'm I'm gonna take an uh, an action, but an I'm action. trying. Yeah, like it, it, it's not a reaction, but I want to take okay. an action if I saw. Yes, the you big saw thing it fall. fall. Down. 
Yes, you saw it. Okay. So I don't, I don't know if we're doing initiative or anything, but the moment no that Silas sees that um, happen, um, you're going to see um, Silas um, uh, says, "Maybe we got to come up. We come. We got to come up. We're we're, we're finished." And he's going to try to grab her by the back of her pants mm-hmm. um, if if he can like get down there. And he just like kind of pull pulls her up to try to and carefully. I'm not trying to hurt her. Um, and then um, and then Silas. Um, uh, kind of like bends down just a little bit and then and just kind of under his breath he says sometimes I dream that he is me and then you, you see the the snow just barely start to kind of unsettle at his feet and then he dives down into the hole and he starts <laughs> he catches himself telekinetically and is going to fly down to where uh, <gasps> Neb and Drew's are so are you trying to beat the boulder? I am trying to make sure that I get to where they are. So I There's don't know a boulder where the boulder between the boulder gets like the, lodged. In the boulder between... gets Well that that's what I was trying to say is like yes. what vantage point if Silas didn't know that, he's yes. still flying down there. You're still flying down even if the boulder like is if, if he be doesn't know where the where the boulder is going to end up, he he's flying down there. Okay. So I think you were probably too far away to beat the boulder. Um, as it breaks free, if you want to reach down, pull, you know, pull Maeve up, Robin would probably assist you mm-hmm. in something like that, and then throw yourself, you could follow it through and be able to come to a rest on top of the boulder, where, which is where, now lodged halfway down the hallway around compartment C. So the train is vertical. The boulder is stuck in the in the train. Fell into the train. But there's no way around. There's there are squeezable places, but you can't fall through. You can you can get by. No, I'm not falling. I'm flying. (laughs) And so I I am going to continue to go around. (laughs) Throwing yourself at the ground and missing. Yeah. Never mind. Gotcha. So Maeve, you're allowing all of this to happen. You're not yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm not, I have no intention of diving headfirst, if I could have it. All right. You feel Silas grab the back of your clothes and hoist. Robin helps pull you up onto the snow, and you two see him just disappear as if he's just water sliding down this hole you all have created. Water sliding on the air. On the air. Uh, as he okay. reaches the air and continues to go down, it's almost just like a vertical drop. You almost can't tell he's flying because he's going down. <laughs> but when he gets to this boulder, which you finally hear come to a rest um, down below, you all still are seeing bits of debris and 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 snow and other things falling down on either side. Silas, you see it stop. There's a hole off to one side in the corner. And if anyone were watching carefully, you course correct. I'm gonna corkscrew just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and go through the hole. Ooh. Find yourself through that pocket, that one pocket that's large enough for you to squeeze through. You just sort of squeeze through and pop out the other side and are able to fly down to compartment A. Everybody okay? <gasps> Silas, how did you get down here? And I'm, I'm just floating in the air now. <laughs> Yeah, apparently I can fly. (laughs) I didn't know that until just now. Might would have helped earlier. I don't know. But like, apparently I can fly. This is, 
Well, I mean, I'm. I was, so first, it's still She's on hanging yeah. upside down. Well, no, so, hanging vertically, holding on to to Neb's belly with one arm. Neb Spider, I hate to break this to you, but you're not making it through because there's a giant rock that has now blocked our way. I don't think that you. I, Neb is medium. So I, oh, she is medium. Oh, I thought she was large. A okay. large spider because it's <laughs> a large spider. It's a medium-sized creature. Yeah. So she can squeeze. Okay. They probably can't squeeze together. The okay. two, you know, with she can't squeeze through with Feruza on her belly. But Which I think when Silas, you're explaining that all come scuttling up to you and then like raise myself up just a little bit like I'm trying to hand Feruza in the mirror off to you. Yeah, and, and si Silas, all right, Feruza, this is going to be, you know, kind of awkward, but let's do it. Um, and he, he acts like he wants a hug. <laughs> You okay, Silas? So, I know that you know everything about superheroes, and I know that you know everything about superhero powers. This is what you do. Do you really think you can fly me hey, out let, of here let, like let's, Lois? And let's try it while the spider is still under your feet. All right. Okay. Let's be right. We have no time. How, how much does Feruza weigh? <laughs> I mean, well, that you never are supposed you to never ask, ask that, that question. Yeah. I mean, okay. like, I mean, she she probably you know you can handle her and she's gonna yeah. hold on as well. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the thing. It's just yeah. it's just harder to move around and do things because she's gay. Um, because she was she was she was like six six feet and like one twenty five. She was olive oil before, so now she's yeah. maybe twenty yeah. pounds heavier. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I can <laughs> so, absolutely. But similar, this hold is that. a squeeze. Yeah. So again, you can't go through together. You it's can. Fine. Follow I'm just holding her yeah. this way until mm -hmm. we get up there. Okay. And then okay. I am going to say, all right, I'm, I'm going to go through first and we're going to dro drop to this. And for just this one little time of us going through, we got to both hold on really tight. And then I'm going to basically give her, you know, my one arm where she can be under me as I'm like trying to go through. Can okay. I help? Can I follow and, and basically be safety spider? Yes. Okay. So Feruza, you stand, you know, holding one arm onto Neb, transfer over to now be <gasps> hugging Silas, who also hugs you. He doesn't need his arms to fly. <laughs> Silas, if you um, drop me, I'm going to kill you. It's all my, hey, I've, I've got it. My Mind over matter. Mind over matter. That's right. <laughs> and I Silas, you rise up to just below the boulder. Neb, you're following behind Spider along the floor here, just beneath them. You're there as a support. Um, as you reach the boulder, you can see this narrow squeeze that goes past the side of the boulder. As you get there, you can see this boulder is not super, super steady. I'm sure it's not. <laughs> so it's like, all right, we've got to treat this like operation. Neb, be sure to grab, uh, you know, try, try to drops here and also just to make sure before we leave this horrible death trap do we have the mirror okay all right let's go and then i'm just i'm gonna try to again very carefully like operation go through the hole while i'm like trailing feruza you know so you want to do one like of these dangling. basically yes. and hold feruza arm by She's arm She's very very strong um it, you it know is? If if it if, if it matters, um, you know we can uh, you know try to uh, you know wrap our clothes or something a little bit of a uh, you know tie, tie off there. He can take off you know the hoodie. Um, <laughs> I just but, want to be able to picture it here. Yeah. So you do as firm a hold as you can. 
and and um, we do the whole you know down the forearm because like yeah. we try to hold the hand at first and i'm like no 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 this has got to be like you know, we're playing ball and then, yeah 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 and then he's like right. showing her and it's like like this right here we got this you got, got it and i'm so you're holding wrist to wrist right under neb's down there you can even put a foot on neb mm -hmm. if you want to you know transfer some weight there so silas you begin to fly up kind of trying to stay as close to the wall as you can as you pull Feruza with you. Um, so we're gonna make this, hmm, this careful squeeze. How far is this? Is it too dark for us to see? This you could probably see at the edge of your vision. You could probably just see the boulder and maybe some shadows. And, and can you, corner. and how far down is this? So from up at the top, 18, and that's probably 30. So you're looking at like 48, 50 feet down. Okay. And at cool. some point during this, Silas is definitely going to say, uh, you know, and he's going to do the thing because he hasn't gotten this part really good. He starts talking to Robin, but then maybe does a few words to Maeve. Like, and mm -hmm. it's like he, they, they might only get half of it, but between the two of them, they might mm -hmm. get it all. Um, but it's just like, um, I, I, I've got them here. We're coming back up. It's very dangerous down here. I don't know if you can see us or not, but, um, you know, uh, we're going to try to fly out of here and it might not work. So if you got any ideas, we're all, all ears. Hurry. Uh, I, if you begin to fall, I can grab one person. Excellent. Grab, grab Feruza. Because I think that, um, and you know, Silas is, doesn't have to hold his hand this time. He's mm -hmm. not because mm -hmm. he's like, oh, I'm like proper now at this point, mm. and I don't need to, you know, I don't need the crutch of of holding my temple. <laughs> uh, but but he's like, uh, but but he's basically like, uh, yeah, hey, um, uh, you know, grab Feruza because I think Neb and I can can manage something. Okay, um, let's go with a dexterity to carefully, it's going to be on you, Silas, because you're kind of controlling where Feruza goes. Feruza can do her best holding on to the side. Like her can leg. it be acrobatics? <laughs> it can be acrobatics. I will All allow right. it. All right. I'm going to go ahead and might as well try my uh, inspiration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Roll your D100. So Let's see if you're inspired or de-inspired. Yeah. Oh, nice. A 50. Like literally what? a 50. Like right, right, right dead on. 50 counts, right? 50 count you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. That's amazing. Cheers That's to very that. appropriate. Nice. Happy 50th, everybody. <laughs> How are you Happy inspired 50th. in this moment? So, Silas? um, I, I, Silas, Silas's entire life has led to this moment where he feel like he's like literally everything he's wanted to do since he was a kid was be able to fly. And apparently he can. And so um, everything in this moment, he's got like the biggest just poop eating grin on his face. Um, it, this is a horrible, horrible, tense situation. And he is just almost laughing. Like he's not audibly laughing, but he pretty much is. And so he has so much adrenaline and everything that the inspiration mm -hmm. is just completely taking care of itself. Fantastic. Roll your acrobatics check with advantage. Um, that's a 24. 24. No, I'm so, sorry. 23. Oh. Bad math. Bad math. 23. 
What? Well, that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> so with your 23, um, not only do you squeeze, but you start to see like where you can kind of, you know, pop your hip, which will move your body one way, how you can swing for Ruza to kind of get her to skip one spot. And you guys slide past this boulder as you fly through this hole, narrowly missing, but not even touching uh, that boulder as you pull her through that narrow. I'm going to like the moment that we're, we're clear yeah, of that, release. Silas is going to kind of flip over just a little bit and then resume the hug where it's a little bit easier and it's a little bit safer. Do a little dive roll underneath yeah. to kind of regress. This is a real, you know, Lois yeah, and Clark yeah. moment yeah. happening in here. Um, as you grab her and just, you know, Robin and Maeve, you just see them, you know, <laughs> hugging each other. There's a big quilt between them uh, as they shoot up into the sky out of this cone of snow that you have created. Neb, you are underneath the boulder alone. It just ever so slightly shifts. All right. Well, if, if Silas and Forza can do this, I've got several more legs than they do i should be able to and i'm gonna try to follow <laughs> dexterity slowly. check through the narrow oh, opening gosh. yeah yep yep uh, okay okay let's that's that's eight nine ten that's an 11. that's an 11. yeah Ooh, you brush it this you're not used to this body right and you're sticky so when you touch things it takes a little bit to try to you know get your sticky foot I accidentally get myself stuck to the boulder <laughs> for just like a brief second where I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to touch that. Don't touch it. And it shifts and begins to fall. I need a strength saving throw to see if you can hold on. Okay. Okay. I, I, I just keep looking to see if any of these things are things that the spider has like proficiency in. And no, that's a nine. Um, that's a nine. As the boulder throws, yes, yes, Robin. I will do something if I see you're this happening. I'm watching. You will okay. see it happen. So you, as you're watching tense, I mean, you're momentarily distracted by Silas and Feruza just like out of a cannon flying up. But you Superman and Lois have gone up and now the, yes. the monster that was chasing them is about to like <laughs> slide down. Don't call yourself that. Spider I'm an adorable monster, but you know. a monster at the end of this book. That yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm um, like Grover, so it works. You see her, her, you know, little eight-eyed globular head stick up, uh, and it almost seems to smile, and then the rock shifts beneath it, and it seems to go, and the rock begins to take it down with it. What would you like to do as you see this happen? If I can see her. Uh, Robin will say, 50 feet Neb, away. Neb, trust me. And the <laughs> reality around the spider will warp and I can pop her up with my vortex. What? Board. You have to say, it's a constitution saving throw, but you can fail if you'd I, like to. I trust Robin with my life. So she says, trust me. And then I feel the weird uh, something in my stomach, but whatever Robin's doing, I'm going with it. What does it look like, Robin? Uh, you just see this like warping, kind of like in the Matrix when you go, <laughs> uh, and it just warps around the spider, and then just poof, and poof, ninety feet away, uh, up here on the on the unoccupied space of snow. As the as the spider gets warped 
and disappears and the rock disappears into the dark below and Neb reappears up on the snow, you know, right next to you a little ways away. You hear the <laughs> as that boulder hits the bottom of the train. Any of you who look back down at it, the whole coupling breaks as it falls in and the snow around the edges begins to fall in, filling in the train and everything below. Those of you standing right there, which would be Maeve and Robin, dexterity saving throws, please. All right, let's do it. As the snow begins to fall in on itself. Whew, 18. Maeve? You don't know, it could be a 20. That's no, true. It's, it's not. It's, a, it's an 11. An 11. Robin, you feel it below your feet and step back, Maeve. It sweeps right out from under you as you are dragged, sliding down into the cone of quicksand snow in front of you. Very quickly, your hands and your head begin to disappear down as you are buried. Everything comes to a rest about five seconds later. You do not see Maeve. And Maeve. then there is a spider right there with seven legs because one has to stand, just digging, digging, digging. Maeve, you stop. You have no idea where you are. You don't know if you are upright or upside down. You can barely move. You can just move a little bit of your limbs that creates a little bit of space. The snow is packed up right against your face. As you breathe, the, the warmth of your breath begins to crystallize and harden a little cone of ice around your mouth. It very quickly becomes hard to breathe. Is there anything you would like to do? Um, yes, but I have, I haven't taken any damage, correct? No damage. Oh, not and yet. it's not a creature. Never mind. Um, urgh. um, we're going to say you are probably paralyzed condition wise. Okay. Um, this is not. These are not good circumstances for me. There are not many things I can do here. Um, mm -hmm. I... Yeah, I don't have anything I can target with that. Okay. Yeah, anything I'm, you want to do just story-wise? Um... I think there's a maybe tries to break the 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 snowpack. I think there is a bit of um, a tiny bit of panic that starts to creep in as she realizes she is alone and can't move and can't do anything here that she is trapped in this. You struggle tensing your muscles, pushing out. You're able to get so you can move maybe a centimeter, two centimeters, but you really can't get anything. And yes, that panic begins to set in as it rises up and your heart starts to beat and it gets harder and harder mm -hmm. to breathe. With every breath that you take and the faster that you breathe, you can feel less and less of it around you. Up above, the four of you, uh, So. Ahead. When so she was sliding, does it feel like there was a trajectory or was it more straight down? Um, she she slid into you know, 
of this cone that you made became basically just a funnel for snow and everything around it. And so the area around it that was unstable, she was taken down into that cone with it, but it filled in and packed in down there. Um, So you're not, yeah, go ahead. You have an idea of where she disappeared. Silas is going to gently uh, let uh, Faruza down and then he's going to fly down to wherever he thinks that was. Mm-hmm. He, it, you see him just put both of his hands on his head. And at this point in time, um, like he doesn't necessarily notice this, but everyone else is certainly noticing just a giant bright light coming out of his left eye, um, like just kind of uncontrollably shining everywhere. But then I'm going to try to use detect thoughts and and I'm just flying and hovering around anywhere in the snow, hoping that she's within 30 feet um, and trying to locate exactly where she is. Okay, so with that spell, if you know the person, you can target it without line of sight, yes? And does that reveal their... uh, It it definitely reveals their location where they are. And it reveals their location. Okay, fantastic. So yes, you very quickly, she she is there, you found her, you locate her believing she is about eight feet below the top okay. of this snow. Then, then I, I turn around and as I turn around, like at this point, like wherever everybody's digging, like yeah. you definitely see the light just you know shining uncontrollably. And then I'm like, she's here, she's here. I can sense her right here. We need to dig here. We can so dig Neb, here. Neb, you said you were crawling over with all of your legs and starting to dig. Is Absolutely. it safe though? We don't. As no, Neb, let me try. And then Silas is going there. to Silas yeah. is going to actually like kind of jump down and like land uh-huh. on it, like a uh, uh-huh. superhero landing, like mm-hmm. boom, and try try to see if it like goes because he knows he can catch himself. Mm-hmm. If as you put your weight, and as Neb also crawls over and starts to sort of you know dig, you both notice the the, the snow shifting beneath you. That there is still air pockets down there where snow wants to slide. Um, um, we we don't so we see nothing of Mae. She's completely covered. You she's completely covered. Silas knows that she is. She's eight about feet eight feet down, down. Right there. She's about eight feet down, so, but it's very unstable. Like this is definitely Can moving. Can you dig while you fly? I, I absolutely, and and I'm I'm like basically you see like telekinetically like his invisible okay. force is starting to do this. But then he's like, do we have a shovel or something? Like I don't have any tools. I can me. help dig. I have a massive axe. I, I'm afraid that can that help it's, anything. I'm, I'm afraid if you're over here, though, it's it, it's going to to go down further. Well, oh, it's the, soft. Is how heavy is the spider? Is Neb? Is uh, it medium, medium creature, two hundred pounds, maybe. Heavier, like yeah, probably heavier than Neb as a human. Um, mm-hmm. And I think what Neb is trying to do as soon as uh, Silas points out mm-hmm. where to go. She, I'm digging, but I'm I'm also remembering what Silas did when we were getting out of the avalanche of like moving the snow back. So it's like front legs digging and then pushing uh, with her other legs, the snow like up and over. So mm-hmm. to try to not just dig, but get the snow well out Removing of the way. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna go back down to Maeve as you all sort of begin to try your delicate ways to say that Maeve, can you give me a constitution statement? I'm going to go ahead and use my inspiration. 50%? Let's see. Now's the time. Oh, gosh. It's time. 39. <gasps> you are de-inspired. Why are you de-inspired? It makes <laughs> you sense. take a while. Scared. 
Yep. Um, Explain what's going through your mind. Uh, because I'm buried under snow <laughs> and can't move and am isolated and terrified. And Please give me yeah. a no, disadvantage constitution saving throw, please. Five. Five. Mm, the dice are like, F this. <laughs> the air is spent. You are now out of air. You are suffocating down there. With that panic, you begin to gray out. We will come back to you. All of you up top in the next six seconds, what would you like to do? Robin, uh, not wanting to get close, knowing that probably wouldn't help, uh, is going to look at Silas and just say, Silas, you have to go faster. And with that, um, I cast haste. So you can move twice as fast now. So, so, and I, you get an extra action and you get a does, plus two to your AC. Does this look like anything? Um, it almost feels like a, like, um, like as if just a, a burst of air just like, like <laughs> on you. And you just feel like this, like, speed. Uh, Silas, like, it's almost like he, like, registers it and, like, shivers just a little bit. And then he's like, he, he, like, just gives, like, a really significant nine. He's like, this is like when I ate too many Smarties, like, that whole bag. And, uh, <laughs> and, and he, like, he, he, he just gets after it again. Like, I'm using a bonus action to mm -hmm. have my invisible telekinetic force mm -hmm. digging. Mm -hmm. I am taking, you know, hands or, or whatever. And, and you're still this, flying. Flying over the top like like Voldemort, I, I'm, right? I'm, I can hover like I, yeah. I don't, so you're I, just hovering. You're putting no Silas's feet might not ever touch the ground again. <laughs> um, so so he he is basically like uh, hovering over that, uh, but but he's like face first trying mm -hmm. to to, mm -hmm. to dig out here. Okay, um, the rest of you remember what Silas said about his reflection in the maze of mirrors and how it always felt like it was a little bit ahead of him. This looks uncannily like what he was describing. He is moving so quickly. It's almost like things happen before he's able to think about them happening. Anything else? What, Neb, Feruza, anything else you guys want to do in this six seconds? Um, the only thing I have is, I mean, I've, I've, now that I'm this level, I have uh, giant power. And it, it basically means that I can lift and push and pull twice what I used to be able to. But I don't want to move down under that snow if it means it's going to fall in. Um, yeah. I mean, I have I have an idea if, if we start to see some of her. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. But since we don't see any of her yet, I'm she's, we're just sort of waiting to see, like, Staying back, any, not causing any weight shift or anything. Okay. Yeah, if anything, I was like, you know, if any, if you guys get tired, I can jump down because I, you know, she can rage and move and push the things and lift okay. and carry. <laughs> uh, Neb. With Silas having this huge burst of speed, I think Neb is going to shift from digging and pushing to just pushing. So okay. she'll uh, not move too much, but let Silas do the majority of the digging because he's suddenly super fast and be his backup spider and just be pushing the the snow and the ice and whatever that he's pulled up so out of the way that it, it can't come back down and rebury anything. 
fantastic. Um, Pivum has been resting, uh, but with this, uh, he doesn't want to break his rest because he's pretty sure he's going to need uh, all of that, what he needs for later, and he might, you know, even need it now. But he's going to help you, Neb, without breaking his rest, just redistribute some snow. That's not too much for him. He's not much of a digger. <laughs> um, so there's not a lot he can do digging-wise with that, but he's going to use what he can to kind of help you on that side. And it, it I'm going to say it doesn't break his, I'm double checking. He has nothing really to help. Um, See, so he's going to, yeah, he's going to work on that piece of it. All right, back down with you, Maze. You are grayed out at Death Dating Play, number one, please. Ten. Ooh. Ten. That is one success. Mm-hmm. We head back up now. If we're remembering we're going to use my suffocation rules, which are you are at death saving throws <laughs> as soon as you can no longer breathe. And mm-hmm. um, you cannot be revived until you get air again. Mm-hmm. Um, so you Thanks must be returned to air. Yeah. Must be returned to air. Not even magic can revive you until you are returned to air. Okay. All right. Back up to this, the four of you. You are continuing okay. to dig with your um, current speed. Yeah. Are um, we making progress? Does yeah, it what kind of you progress are making are we progress. Making? You are absolutely making progress. Mm-hmm. It is no longer continuing to slide in. And anytime Neb or Pivum see that it is, they go and clear that specific space. Um, with this amount of um, digging, Silas, you uncover Maeve's foot. Her giant steel boot. Um... Okay. You are about six feet down, and you have found her foot. Okay, she so she's upside down pretty clearly. It it's not like a detached foot. No, not a detached yeah. okay. foot. Uh, oh, no, you need to make sure. Kind of yeah. No, <laughs> just wanted to make sure. <laughs> um, but I only see one foot. Currently, one one foot for now. No, I'll give it. You can see two foot. You can see two feet. Her legs are okay. not like split aside. You, you know, you're you've uncovered both of her feet, but she is clearly upside down. Can you okay. hear her, Silas? Can you talk to her? And um, and uh, you know, as this is going on, I'm definitely um, I can't talk to her without stopping to dig. Uh, stop, you do have stop an digging. extra. That's an right. Extra action. An extra action. An extra action, but it's only. Dash, disengage, hide, uh, one weapon attack only. Uh, mm-hmm. An action can use be taken to attack. So yeah, you do have an extra thing, but it's for an attack. Yeah, um, so, and so the snow. yeah, I'm I'm attacking the the snow because again, like talking to her um, is she's Silas also unconscious. The, yeah, yeah. Well, That's I mean, I he mean, might not like, know that. Not but either way, That's I still idea. think that he That's would true. think that. Digging yep. her out was faster, and it's not a time for chit chat. So mm-hmm. he's just yep. gonna he's just gonna keep uh, keep going as fast as he can. Okay. Uh, anything else from the rest of the three of you? Oh, no, I don't wait and see. I mean, Silas is right there. Okay. Silas, can can you fly all the time, or do you have like you don't know yet? I I, I don't know. Really? Can we talk about this later? <laughs> oh boy. Okay. All right. Back down with Maeve. Second death saving throw. Eight. Wonderful. Back up top, continuing to dig. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get a sense, though, at, at this stage, um, because, again, we were just in an avalanche. 
it mm -hmm. wasn't as bad as this because we had mm -hmm. some uh you know room to move around but you know still understood that it was pretty dire straits so i'm trying yeah. to understand like do we th this level of effort that we're doing in these art somehow imposed on us in this place um of six seconds you know like how, yeah. how much are we how much progress are we truly making mm -hmm. like Try, trying to just get a gut check of like, is she already dead or like what, what's happening here? You, I mean, you'll remember back, I think Robin probably shared with you that most people do not last more than 12 minutes. So speed is of the essence. It also depends how bad it is, um, yeah. you know, and that's when people don't know where someone is. Do you think this is all worth it? You don't, you know, that there's obviously a good chance of getting her, but um, it, it is, very dangerous and time is of the essence is what you would remember from Robin. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any other choice than just yeah. continuing to dig as quickly right. as possible. Um, uh, paste. Mm -hmm. so go ahead, Robin. Well, as soon as I can see her, mm -hmm. I I could vortex warp her out, technically. Okay. Uh, do but, it. Okay. Is that, do, so, do, do yeah? it, do it. I, this is taking too long. She's been down okay. there too long. Okay. All right. Uh, Robin once again just focuses on those feet and kind of warps the reality around her, and she should. Silas backs up. <laughs> like Silas just kind of floats, floats back. up. Yeah, I'll <laughs> skitter back as well. And uh, just in an un unoccupied space in front of us, try to layer into the gr into the snow. There she is. She's huddled up in Ulm. Go ahead, Mace. Can I, I think when you find her, she has one arm outstretched and yep. the other hand is clutching her necklace. Oh. Holding a necklace, the other is outstretched. Her, her legs are bent at sort of an awkward angle um, up underneath her as you lay her down on her side. She is still unconscious, um, but she is now free and able to breathe. I, I, as oh. soon as Silas sees her... Yeah. like sees her like even floating yeah. in the vortex warp or whatever he can do he's like come on Maeve come on Maeve you, uh, hold on and healing energy uh is, is going to come out from that fantastic how much do you have uh, oh you know what I want to do I want um, so Bruza going to run over eight points. Oh, eight points all right go ahead Bruza as well she wants to run over with the heating blanket and put it on Maeve and electrically heat it up <laughs> <laughs> Silas, as you, you know, you know, uh, uh, Robin, you warp her out. Uh, Neb, you know, you're clearing snow as her body is laid down on this this space um, off safe, closer to this castle and garden of snow that you all have made. Um, Silas, you speak to her as Neb opens her eyes and begins to breathe, looking around. You can move again, even though you are cold and shivering. Jeruza comes over wrapping this still warm heating pad and blanket around you. Um, just well, that's the last time I do the warm. polar bear swim. <laughs> <laughs> what? You did not want to join me. I'm, I'm going to, no, as I no, skitter no. on over, like, I'm going to come out of being a spider, but you'll see I'm still on like all fours as, as I'm just <laughs> scrambling over to you. And then as soon <laughs> as I get to you, I'm like, I'm, uh, no, let's not do that again. Let's not, let's be done with being buried in the snow, okay? Pippin comes by off to the side to uh, look at it. He goes, oh, you're a tough one. I always knew. Good on ya. Thanks. We were scared we lost you, Maeve. 
Well, you did for a bit there. <laughs> She's fine. You, you were unconscious? <laughs> did you go unconscious, Maeve? You pulled me out, didn't you? I, I, well, I, I don't know. I barely saw you. You were in some kind of vortex or something. Miss <laughs> Robin keeps making peace, by the way. I mean, it um, all was a bit of a blur. <laughs> but it was dark down there and it was cold down there and I don't recommend it. Did you see anything while you were down there? Snow? Like... <laughs> I think she means like your life flashing before your eyes. <laughs> Not so much Run. flashing, no. Run. Cold, snow, dark. I'm gonna uh, light up my fire fist and hold it over to Maeve like a tiny little uh, campfire so to help with the blanket and everything. I sort of lean over it. Are you still should flushing, we, Should we try should to we? get away from this Are death we done? trap? Where's the... Do yeah, where's the we, mirror? You have the mirror? Bruce had set, it set down right on the ground, right on the, the top there. She set it down when she came over. Mm -hmm. it's, it's right there. Did we put the shard in yet? No, we haven't done anything yet. Now, once Do we want to like go to stable ground somewhere? <laughs> yeah. And then maybe try that? <laughs> yeah, maybe if you feel up to getting up, let's, let's go somewhere where we're not going to get buried in snow again. How about that? Yeah, let's do this. Where's Is that any, does anybody be? have anything reflective Your like pants. on you? <laughs> yeah, yeah it won't help if it's on me. Um, Nobody has glasses or anything, right? I have glasses. Yeah, I mean, oh, you do? Yes, okay. Yeah. So Silas is catching a mm -hmm. giant glowing eye in Miss Robin's glasses, and he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and, and he closes his eye, and he's trying to see, is it still trying to peek out under the lid? Or when he closes his eyes, does it go? Does it? Do you have an answer to that? Yeah, yeah. It, it, basically, Silas is asking everyone, and it does go away when he closes his eyes. So, it, d does it go away when I close it at least? Yes. Uh, oh, I you have maybe want to work on learning more code. Oh my gosh, I was so worried about that. And then you see Silas <laughs> on and off, you know. But he's like, "Hey, seriously, let's find like a rock somewhere." like a rock that we can I, like sit down on. Let's gonna, rock. Yeah, I would like to look yeah. around for rock and or stable ground. All right, so you are at the bottom of this, I think we said 20 foot little cliff drop here. Uh, if you wanna get back up there um, and back to where your little camp was. Yeah. Um, everything down here is basically avalanche. Um, so you just have to, I mean, Silas is still flying. Um, I should still have the uh, oh, right. ladder. You made the ladder. Great. You made a rock ladder. That's mm -hmm. right. So it's still there. You all can climb back up, make your way back to your, your igloo safety that you created. I think, I think Robin, as everybody's going up, would just take a moment and look back and just be like, goodbye train. Yeah. And just kind of ponder on what the heck we're going to do. And uh, then climb up. Okay. You climb up the rock ladder to the top, make your way back over to the forest and the safety of the igloo. It is still there, still sound. Um, you go in, you can still see the little fire sticks and things that you created um, as you settle down with the mirror. 
shall we? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, should gonna, we do this okay. outside? Because, like, if, you know, Tall Ron comes in here and just starts to rampage and destroys our beautiful igloo, I'm going to be really upset. Sure. I mean, I think yeah, he's supposed sure. to be in the room, but I don't know how this stuff works. I mean, the mirror is supposed to be in the room and it's now off the wall. So I, I think your caution is warranted. This so, yeah. might not even work. You're right. Let, let, let's let's so, try it. This will be Ivy's first time out of the tray. Yeah. So again, there's something that's been rampaging here. Right. It's been cleaving its way through the forest. What? It's Wait, what? Yeah, what? I think... Yeah, Maeve, we might need to fill them in on that part. So there's something that's been rampaging here. Cleaving its, way, its way, the way through the forest is like, like a, a animal? Like big, I think it's small. the rock guy from the never-ending story, I think. Oh. Like, I mean, that's just me guessing. But. Like pushing over trees big? Yes. What, do we know this thing? Have I mean, we seen this thing before? Yes, we sat down and had a lovely tea. <laughs> Did you? No, I have no idea. That's why I'm saying there's something. But Neb, weren't you telling us something about like something big, like that was making a loud, lot of noise at least, or something? Yeah, Who back, told the you this? back at the mine when we were yeah. outside and yeah. we were trying to figure out what had happened. We heard noises and things, and I went off as a wolf and then ran back because Furza's moose said, "Get get out of here." Um, I, I didn't, I heard it, but I never saw it. And the, the wolf that I talked to, they said they never saw it either. And it tore down trees and it decimated them. That's I, what I, I was thinking. Yeah. Definitely rock us. guy from never ending story. Definitely. What? Well, I mean, who's to say we actually have to encounter this thing. I mean, one problem at a time. Right. That's it. In Sean. video games, several, several world problems. boss, you can just walk around it. <laughs> so, and I point to the mirror, mm -hmm. and I go, "What? You think they can hear us? Who?" I don't know. Like, what? I didn't understand your gesture. <laughs> Ivy? You think Ivy is listening to us? You think? Like, when you put your phone down on the table and you're talking about, you know, tulips and then you get, like, ads for tulips for three weeks. <laughs> you are all the worst at keeping secrets. Did you know that? Tulips? <laughs> Who's talking about tulips ever? I'm I'm assuming the mirror is still wrapped in the blanket and we're all yes. in the igloo and it's like, okay. Well, the blanket was used for Maeve, but yes, I, Fruza well, no, could the have rewrapped it. Oh, the heating blanket, blanket was Yeah, the quilt would be, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I so, understood. So, okay. yeah. Neb has now spent enough time uh, communicating as an animal non-verbally that she's going to catch on to what Maeve is saying non-verbally and just get up and walk over and pick up the mirror with the the quilt and look at all of you and give a nod and then go outside. Okay, yeah, yeah. As soon as Neb is out of earshot, but I please stay in eye line. I'll say, <laughs> look, for all, for, for what we know, Ivy could only hear us and talk to us at specific times and when we were in the room. But now, 
Are, are we concerned about that, though? I just realized, um, does Neb also have the shard? Faruza no, has, has, has the shard, yeah. Yeah. What's wrong, Maeve? Faruza, you gotta get out now. <laughs> I, if, oh. I, I will say, I will say if, if, uh, <laughs> yeah, because I think yeah, I think Neb would have figured out mm-hmm. what you're putting down yeah. and would have just hold out a hand to you before she left, Faruza. Okay. All right. All right. So Faruza and Neb are standing out in the cold. Oh, I meant to why, why just take the shard. I meant to just oh, hold out, take, like... Oh, to take the shard from Faruza? Yeah. I think yeah. Robin wouldn't want to let anyone be alone with the mirror, so Robin will exit with Neb and let these guys <laughs> okay. talk. So Robin and Neb, you head outside with the large mirror and the shard held in your hand with the quilt, everything wrapped around it. If she's holding the mirror, just outside the igloo. If she's holding the mirror, I'm holding the shard. We're not going to let one person hold both. Perfect. Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. Perfect. Um, Proper for Cuck's rules. Yeah. We we could literally be acting like carrying a bug. Yeah, but I, I guess what I'm saying is like, I don't know, maybe I thought since they were like ruler, almost like godlike beings, that they probably were already listening to us. Like somebody's listening to us because they know our initials and all kinds of stuff. And so I, even if they are listening to us, what are we concerned about? You always tell everyone all of your plans. Sensitive things, perhaps. Well, I mean, I think she already knows our plan, right? That we're getting all these mirror shards. Like, that's kind of the whole thing that we've been doing. Oh, oh no, but there was someone who was trying to keep us from talking to Ivy and communicating with her. And... Who? Talrum? You talking about the bull? Or was there someone else there that I'm not thinking about? There were things in the story that did not up. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I'm she's so... probably going to, you know, crawfish us at the first chance that she gets. But I'm just saying that, like, uh, you know, uh, I thought we kind of determined that we didn't have a choice. She's really a 45-year-old dude. Like, <laughs> 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 well, I mean, right now, I mean, all we can do is put the shard in the mirror and see see what happens. But I mean, look, Faruza, yes. in a case, you give everyone gets the discovery material, right? Yes. But are you going to tell the opposition what your strategy is going to be? How you're going to argue the case? You Do wouldn't, right? we have right? a strategy? Like, I thought it's like, just, you know, find shard, secure shard, put shard in mirror. It's been kind of like our but only strategy. We were learning about these places and the people yeah. in them. We weren't yeah, we didn't have them with we didn't have them really I, with us. We were doing everything we've done. Clearly needs information that we're getting as much as we're needing information that she has. It's and oh, if wait. we're just gonna give that away. So you're saying that whatever system is working here is learning from us? I, I'm gonna be perfectly honest. Like this doesn't trouble so maybe like I'm not saying that shouldn't trouble me I'm saying that it doesn't trouble me at all and so maybe I should go relieve either Robin or Ned tribute more to this conversation is that okay I'm not trying to be rude I'm just saying I'm not concerned about it okay well is that okay all right 
I, I'm, I'm going to go let them know that they, they, they should probably talk about this. And I'm going to go out there and say, Robin, Neb, they're talking about something that I'm either not understanding fully or like I don't care about too much. Um, and I know that sounds really bad, but but I mean, I just don't. And I think you, one of you will probably contribute to the conversation more. And so I just thought I would like, you know, relieve one of you if you want to go into the uh, into the igloo and talk about it. Robin, why don't you go ahead? Uh, you can give the, the shard to Silas. I have a feeling that you're probably going to have opinions that will be important. <laughs> yeah. Robin you has got a shard. gravity. I mean, there's, hey, a, there's an easier Pippen's way to do stay. all of this. Well, I'm just going to say, Pippin's going to stay with, with uh, Neb and the shard and the mirror, just again, this kind of continual guard to kind of stay close with someone. Go ahead. I was going to say there's an easier way to do all of this, which is now that everyone understands what we were trying to say, to take a notebook and write things down. <laughs> but what I wanted to avoid was someone saying, like, to read it all out loud <laughs> as we go. All of the things we've discovered. <laughs> Just any of the information that the idea was trying to communicate. That The idea that we might want to be like, that we should maybe be careful around what we say in the presence of the shard and or mirror, now that it's out of the room, which seemed to have a buffering effect. Interesting. And then now, yeah. at this point, you definitely, like, outside anyway, Neb sees if she, she could probably put this together. That Silas, um, you know, had... Uh, he wasn't telling a lie about the conversation, but he also is, like, kind of floating up like he's not leaving like the camp or anything but he's trying to like see like is this just gonna last forever like what's going on and, he, and he's just like you know kind of you know flying around in circles he's going up a little bit higher he's a little bit scared of heights so that you know he's gonna have to get over that but he's like you know just kind of testing it you know and everything and um and uh, but he's making sure he he comes back low and kind of checks in just in case neb has anything she needs to share Neb has sat down next to Pivum and after, I, I'm really glad that you're okay. I'm glad that we're all okay. I kind of wish I had popcorn to watch Flying Silas <laughs> up there. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not as cool as being a bird, though. Well, I can't do either at the moment, so I'm just going to be in awe of the two of you. Maybe at one point I can fly at some point, but for now we can just watch him do circles. I am glad you're okay. Uh, I was real worried about all y'all. Yeah, we were worried about you too. So, I'm glad everything worked out. It's it sucks to have lost the train, but at least with what we were able to get, hopefully we haven't lost any of our chance to put things right. Yeah. I you lost all your your belongings as well. I hope nothing too important to you. Well, I had all my stuff in my bag. It's gonna suck when I want to change clothes. This, these, these jeans are getting a little ripe. Um, Signed, Michael Jordan, 1993's finals basketball. That's what I had down by. there, and it's gone. And and he just keeps flying. And he's like, it's gone. Well, now you know what you're gonna create the next time you've got energy to create things. It's I'm only gonna last temporarily. It. That was forever. And. Uh, he just keeps flying. 
<laughs> I'll look back at Pippum and say, listen, it, the stuff sucks. And I'm sure everybody had things in there that they really wanted, but the important parts were us, you, and everybody, and the mirror and the shard. Everything else can live in our Saga memories. Saga Volume 10. I wasn't even caught up. <laughs> oh, now I'm never gonna that know what sucks! <laughs> well, Silas, even more reason to get you back home or to figure out how to connect to the internet from the veil. <sighs> Maybe your magic can connect us to the internet. As the Maeve, Robin, and Feruza, you are huddled inside the igloo trying to figure out what conspiracy the theory is going forward, <laughs> trying to figure out what all this is. It's not a conspiracy theory when there's reasonable <laughs> reasons to believe it. That's what a conspiracy theorist like would say. <laughs> As you're thinking back on all the experiences it's that you've science. had with this mirror, you, you remember that that you know placing the shard always seemed to create a face that you could respond to without words. That 2.13 was the moment when she seemed to be able to leave the mirror for a minute. And that other times, depending on, you know, circumstances maybe you were unaware of, there would sometimes be whispery communication that could happen or possibly even um, images of her appearing. Um, but you don't quite know yet what caused all of that. So as you begin to swirl that around in the soup, the difference between the mirror stuck on the wall and now it is not the heat of the room that disappeared and now there is cold as all of that begins to brew as silas is doing circles in the air and pivim and neb sit there and begin to just feel and unwrap this shard and mirror and look down as it glints reflecting the trees above um and a darkness beyond we will call that the end of this episode. Oh, Happy 50th anniversary. Yes, <laughs> we lovely, didn't die. Incredible players. Only one of you almost died. Thank you, Josh, for everything. Thank, Thank you, you all of you at home for quick, sticking with quick, us for quick, 50 episodes. Quick fresh yes. question since we're on 50 here. Did yes. we roll any ones or 20s? There was the one. one. one there was one. one. All right, so I'm going to I'm gonna be very generous here. <gasps> so if you're still hanging around in chat, we're going to kick off one more giveaway here. We're going nice. to do two. So one more giveaway. Good luck to all of you out there. Thanks so much for sticking with us. 50 episodes. We're so super, excited. Super, super cool that you've been along for this journey with us. Thank you for that. Have an amazing night. And please, everyone remember that life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale. I love you all. Good night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Arte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.